stay healthy, fit and strong for a really long time? So I always ask this question, can you be fabulous at 40, fantastic at 50, sexy at 60, sensational at 70, awesome at 80, never give up at 90 and happy and healthy at 100 plus? And a lot of people say to me that they don't want to be old because they don't want all the stuff that comes along with being old. I don't want wrinkles and I don't want to get sick and I don't want to get dementia and Alzheimer's and I don't want to have a body that doesn't work anymore. I want to live with great quality of life. Me too. So what, what are the answers to that? Are there answers to that? Uh, can we do that? And if yes, what do we need to do? And that's where it becomes really interesting because you could... Google, you could go to any search engine, go to any platform, any book, any library, doesn't matter, anywhere there's information delivered in the world, and there will be people, probably hundreds if not thousands of people, who will tell you this is what you have to do to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. The interesting thing about all the different pieces of information, uh, what if we just stuck with the basics. And I love that quote, if I stick with the basics, I never have to go back to basics. And what are they? Uh, the opposite of that, there are some simple things to do and there are some really complicated things to do. There are some inexpensive things to do and some very expensive things to do. And there are some things that uh, seem to make sense and there's some things that seem to be nonsense. So if it doesn't make sense, it's nonsense. So obviously me as an old lady, uh, I've lived on the planet for many decades and I would like to stay young forever. <laughs> I've been to some places in the world where people live over 100 and they've got great quality of life, they're still playing their sport, they're still doing their work or they still have a business, uh, they still make love to their partner, uh, they have a fantastic life and they're living over the age of 100. So I know that it's possible. Uh, but what I want to know is how to do it simply and easily and it's been a driving force of mine of course as an exercise professional all of my life because I don't want to just and I've been 20 and that was awesome and I've been 30 and 40 and 50 and now that as, I, as I'm getting old uh, I want to make sure that whatever information I give to myself and I live and breathe myself and the information that I give to other people is something that is really simple and easy not complicated and expensive and that's one of the things that as an exercise professional, people have shared with me many times over my career path, I can't afford it. I'd love to do that, but I can't afford it. I'd love that piece of equipment, but it's too expensive. I'd love to go and do that particular physical activity, but I just don't have the money to do it. So my question is this, what are the, what are the basics? What are the fundamentals? What are the first things to do? And then perhaps uh, we can have a look at other things, but let's do these ones first. So I always use the really simple fundamentals for me, which of course is, if I'm fit and strong, how do I get fit and strong? And if I am fit and strong, what will that do for me for the rest of my life? And if you look at things like disease, uh, injury, uh, the chronic illnesses that we get as we get older, there's no argument anymore that if you stay fit and strong, you'll either not get any of those diseases and you will stay young and strong for the rest of your life, or you will decline so much slower. I hate that word, decline. So there's an interesting uh, suggestion that we kind of, we, we're, we're born and then we get to our peak at around 30, 35 and then we kind of stay, uh, the, and then we kind of drop off and the last 20, even 30 years of our life, most people aren't very nice. Uh, they're not good quality. We're sick. We've got Alzheimer's, dementia. Life isn't very good. Well, I don't want any of that. 
So if I'm really fit and if I'm really strong, I will get rid of all of those challenges or they will come on much later. And I'll share again, there are literally people in their 80s, 90s and 100 plus that are healthy, fit and strong. So what are they doing? Uh, obviously they're really fit. Now to get fit, you've got to get puffed and your heart and lungs don't know what you're doing. So it doesn't matter what you do as long as several times throughout the day you get puffed, pretty easy. Uh, if you are really strong, which means now you've got strong muscles and strong bones, uh, then you can stay active. And all you've got to do to get strong is to lift heavy things. Uh, use as many muscles and bones as possible at the same time. Use uh, Go to you can't do any more because muscles can't count and they're blind, so they don't know what you're lifting. They don't know how many times you're doing something. As long as you keep going till you can't do any more, you've overloaded your muscles, overloaded your bones ligaments, tendons and joints, so they stay strong. So things like arthritis and joint de degeneration uh, normally happens as we get older. Normally people lose fast twitch muscle fiber as they get older, so their ability to do things fast is really limited. But only, and there's that great question, do we get old because we stop moving or do we stop moving and that causes us to get old? And I'll go a step further. If you stop puffing and if you stop lifting heavy, you'll get old really fast. So the fundamentals of those are really simple. Interestingly, the anti-aging movement, the anti-aging um, business, and it's a big business, tends not to start with let's get you fit and let's get you strong. So you could use plastic surgery, and a lot of people do as they get older. I'm going to use, um, first of all, non-surgical non anti-aging methods, and then I'm going to have a... a a facelift or I'm going to have a um, liposuction or I'm going to have my um, tummy tucked or I'm going to have all this really expensive surgery. But what's so fascinating to me, uh, because I've got friends that are plastic surgeons and they will share, if you go to a great plastic surgeon, they'll, sh they'll actually share this with you and some of them not so nicely. Get fit and get strong so you don't screw up my work. If you go into any form of surgery, let alone plastic surgery, your body needs to be really fit and strong to deal with the surgery and then recover really quickly. And then of course, if you've got a, a fit, strong body with great circulation, then if you have something like plastic surgery done, then of course you not only will recover quicker, but it, the results will last longer and you'll look really good quickly. Isn't that awesome? But why would you start with a plastic surgery? And the interesting thing, again, is if you go to the wrong kind of surgeon, if you go to a cosmetic surgeon or a plastic surgeon that just wants to take your money, they may do the surgery, but it doesn't work for very long if you're not fit and strong. So the fundamental, of course, is to be fit and strong. Uh, the interesting thing if, when it comes to uh, the human body and being healthy, we often connect food and exercise. So I need to eat healthy food and I need to exercise. Well, I have a challenge with that. Not, I have no challenge with eating healthy food, of course, but I have a real challenge with dieting and uh, fanatical eating plans and restricting food and can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. And a lot of people will use diet before they use exercise. Uh, they'll restrict their food, calorie count, uh, take the things out of their, their eating plan that they really like. Uh, and, and if I talk about things like chocolate, lollies, biscuits, cake, alcohol, going out for dinner, takeaway food, a lot of people think, well, I, as I get older, I'm going to have to restrict all of those because I don't want to get fat or I don't want to get older. I want to have great quality of life. Well, I'm going to go again back to the fundamentals. 
What if I'm really fit and I'm really strong? Is it possible that my body will become a fast fat burning, calorie burning, food burning, sugar burning, everything burning machine? And if I had to choose between uh, exercise and being really fit and really strong and then my body will burn up everything I put into it versus go on a diet, restrict the things that I love to eat, I don't want to do that. So for me, uh, if you look at a hierarchy of what's going to work, if you get really fit and if you get really strong, which doesn't take very long because to get fit, you've got to get puffed and to get puffed takes about 10 seconds and if you do that several times throughout every day, you'll get really fit. To get strong, you've just got to overlay every single muscle in your body and you only want to do that once or twice a week anyway because you need, the only way your body gets strong is if you overload it and then give it time to rejuvenate, regenerate, recover and super compensate. So your strength training program takes about three or four minutes, maybe once or twice a week. And your huffy puffy to stay fit takes a few minutes every day. That's all. That's how simple that can be. And then the other things, you might never have to do them. Uh, you'll, you may never have to go on a diet. Uh, one of the really scary things at the moment, for me scary, uh, is a, a lot of people are going for surgery when it comes to I'm overweight, I've become obese, or I've, I've got to lose a serious amount of weight. So their doctor is doing some kind of uh, stomach-reducing, intestine-reducing uh, surgery. So we call it lap band surgery, for example. And there are a lot of people who are very overweight that aren't going to exercise and they aren't even going to, to, to talk about food. They're going to surgery first. Uh, for, and I'll go again. If you're really fit and strong, your body will handle surgery so much better. But if you are fit and strong, is it likely that uh, you may be healthy for a start? And I'll always use these biomarkers for health. If you've got great resting heart rate, uh, normal healthy blood pressure range, great blood sugar levels, so your body's burning up the sugar that you put into it or storing it effectively rather than having blood sugar running around your body and causing damage to your arteries. And if you have uh, healthy cholesterol levels, Often it doesn't matter how much you weigh. A lot of the times people are given uh, harsh, uh, intense surgery because they could die if they don't lose weight. Uh, often people are put on really tight, restrictive calorie diets. Can't have, must have, don't have, shouldn't have because they have to lose weight, otherwise they're going to die. Uh, first of all, I never want people to be in that position. But wouldn't it be nice that instead of let's do surgery first, how about we get you really fit and strong first? And for a lot of people, and this is what's exciting to me, even if you don't want to be in, in peak physical condition, even if you don't want to have low body fat percentage or be a certain size, you, are, you can be a big person and be healthy if you've got a resting, low resting heart rate, healthy blood pressure, healthy blood sugar levels and healthy cholesterol levels. And exercise will do that for you. So yes, I'm an exercise professional and yes, I want to make it easy for everybody. And yes, I really, really get sad and, and I get emotionally involved when I see uh, people trying to do some of the most craziest, uh, complicated, expensive things to get their body either healthy or into great shape when it could be as simple as get puffed a few times every day and lift something heavy a couple of times every week. So here's my question. What if it was that simple? Because a lot of people think I've got to do this complicated eating plan. I've got to have surgery. I've got to do this complicated exercise plan. I've got to spend a lot of money on wrinkle cream and cosmetic uh, adjustments to my body. 
But the beautiful thing is when you're really fit and strong, what happens to your circulation, for example? So what happens to your skin, your hair, your nails, your, um, the, how do your eyes work? What kind of teeth do you have? All of the things that are cosmetically beautiful about our body, all of those are affected by being healthy, fit and strong because great circulation, which comes from being fit and being strong, uh, and being active, and of course, if I'm weak, inactive, because I've let my muscles waste away, I've let my bones get thin, then I'm going to have some real challenges uh, being active. So what if it was as simple as, and I'll reverse that, yes, there's surgery, and yes, there's uh, expensive cosmetics uh, adjustments you can do to your body and yes there are crazy fanatical diets and there's hundreds if not thousands of those and experts in all of those areas but what if you could for your own self not have to do any of those what if you went back to basics and got yourself really fit so I'll ask the question if you were the fittest you could possibly be if you were the strongest you could possibly be, if you were hydrated, if you got fresh air and sunshine, if you got great sleep and great rest, and if you had a positive attitude, is it possible that all those other things, either you may never have to do them, never have to waste money on them, or they would be additives to this program? And it seems that the world starts at the other direction. Oh, let's get surgery, or let's use this expensive cream, or let's try this expensive pill powder or potion. And we forget about if I'm really fit and really strong, everything works so much better, including what if you never had to go on a diet? Because you ate the foods that you love to eat. Because your body's working effectively, you eat when you're hungry, you stop eating when you're full, and your body burns up everything that you put into it. And isn't it interesting that if you listen to your body carefully, it will probably tell you what you need. So for example, if you're tired, could that mean you need some sleep? If you're thirsty, could that mean that you need to have a drink? If you're hungry, could that mean you need some food? Now they're all fantastic systems inside the body. But if we overload our body with too much food and too much alcohol and pharmaceutical or recreational drugs and stress and anxiety, is it possible that all of those things break down, those perfectly um, normal working systems? So if I get really fit and really strong, so now my hunger system works well again, so I only eat when I'm hungry and I stop eating when I'm full. When I'm thirsty, I drink. When I'm tired, I sleep. And I only sleep as long as I need. A lot of people share with me I need 10 hours sleep. But my question is always this. Are you sleeping for 10 hours or are you in bed tossing and turning, hoping that you can go to sleep and you still wake up tired or you get out of bed tired because you're not getting a deep sleep? Is it possible that if you're really fit and strong that you go to sleep really fast, you sleep really deep and you wake up refreshed? And if you're getting great sleep and you're getting fresh air and exercise and sunshine and your body can distribute vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, antioxidants throughout your body really effectively because you're really fit, because your heart and lungs are fit, circul circulation's working, respiratory, cardiovascular system, central nervous system's firing effectively because you're really fit, your endocrine system works really well. And for a woman, uh, and I always, I'm not a man, so I have to talk from a woman's perspective, um, I don't want to have the challenges that most women talk about when it comes to, especially me, I'm well over 60 and well through menopause, uh, but it's almost 60, I'll rephrase that, and well through menopause. Um, I, I just said to my husband, I think I've been through menopause, I haven't had a period for a long time. Uh, 
And yet I have I talk to so many women where menopause is a hassle and pregnancy is a hassle and periods are a hassle and weight gain is a hassle and emotions are a hassle. Is it possible that all of those systems break down because we're not fit and strong? Rather than go to an endocrine hormonal specialist and get onto some kind of medication for menopause, what if you were the fittest and strongest and healthiest you could possibly be? Is it possible that whatever challenge your body goes through, whether it's disease or injury or hormonal challenges or just stress in general, is it possible that we can deal with it better? And stress is a really interesting one because stress is one of the biggest killers in the world, as we know. If your body is under stress and you are producing epinephrine, adrenaline and cortisol, which are the movement drugs for us to fight or flight, for us to sprint or fight, to handle a challenge, uh, the, the only way we can do that is to have increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, increased blood sugar levels and increased cholesterol levels, blood fat levels, so that we can fight or flight. Uh, that's what those drugs are for. Stress is to get us to move. But if we don't move and now we have high blood pressure, high resting heart rate, high blood sugar levels, high cholesterol levels, our body is in a state of dis-ease, which means then we might go off to the doctor to get some kind of medication. And it's interesting, I'll use medication as an example. A lot of people feel sick, go to the doctor, get some pills. What if I was really fit and really strong and, and looking after myself? Is it possible that I would have either no trips to the doctor or less? And I'll use this as a really personal request, maybe a personal challenge. Is it possible that there are a lot of people in a doctor's office, in a hospital, in an emergency room, that if they were healthy, if they were fit, and if they were strong, they wouldn't have to be there. Now, that's a very challenging confrontational question. I get that. But I'm asking that question because my friends who are medical professionals, emergency room doctors, uh, people who have dedicated their life to keeping people healthy and out of hospital, will all share with me that most of the people in hospital, at least 80%, are people who have put themselves there by lifestyle, by inactivity, by food, by mouth, or because they don't look after themselves. I have a challenge for all of us that wouldn't it be nice if medical professionals, our doctors, our top endocrinologists, cardiologists, oncologists, psychologists, they could dedicate their life and their focus and their research and their time into people that have diseases that they have no control over. So a lot of cancers, for example, that our oncologists have to deal with are cancers caused by being overweight, stressed, out of shape, unhealthy. There are some cancers, however, that we still don't know why we get them. Wouldn't it be nice if our doctors could focus on that challenge rather than the people who are unhealthy, out of shape and end up with a broken down body and an immune system that doesn't work? Should we as adults take responsibility for our own bodies? If we want to stay long, strong for long, if we want to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of our lives, if we want to be in great shape, if we want to be young and active with great quality of life for all of our life, should it start with let's get fit and let's get strong? Not let's go on a diet, let's try some pill, powder or potion, let's go to the doctor and get a pharmaceutical drug, let's get, let's get drunk or take a recreational drug, let's get plastic surgery that's really expensive. There's a whole heap of things that people do to try and de-stress, get into shape, look good and stay young. There's a lot of things we could use. 
But why would we start with surgery when we could start with getting puffed a few times every day? Why would we start with expensive pills, powders and potions when we could lift heavy once or twice a week? Could we take responsibilities as adults so that our kids can see that they don't have to grow up and or grow old uh, fast and they can grow up in a world where being healthy, fit and strong is normal, where going to the doctor is not normal, where having surgery is not normal. I would really like our doctors to focus on the people, the, the very small percentage of people that really need medical professionals' help because they've got some disease or challenge with their body that they have absolutely no control over. I, I want our kids to grow up as healthy, fit, strong human beings that if they have a genetic challenge or they have something that's gone wrong with their body, there'll be a doctor that'll be able to help them because that doctor's time is not being taken up by adults who have become unhealthy, out of shape, weak and old really fast. I know it's a, I feel almost uncomfortable asking for that uh, of adults, but maybe I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Maybe I should be a little bit more aggressive about it. Most of the, the health challenges we have, most of the overweight challenges we have, most of the mental health challenges we have are things that we have control over. And I'll, and I'll rephrase that. If you're really fit, the fittest you can be, and if you're really strong, the strongest you can be, and if you are healthy because you get regular exercise, you eat healthy food, you get sunshine, fresh air, you've got a positive attitude, you sleep well and you de-stress, is it possible that most of the challenges, medical hassles, expensive surgeries would only, we wouldn't have any of those and the only people that would need to use them are the people that really need to use them. So what's our first resort versus our last resort? And should surgery be our last, absolute last resort for whatever it is that we have to do? And what if we all got fit and strong? What if adults, we set the example for our kids and became healthy, fit, strong adults that stayed that way for the rest of our lives?